Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, guys? It's Braden Soprenit. And Top Dog. Thanks again for downloading the High School Football Podcast right here on Radio.com. Be sure to check out all of our other podcasts like Ben and Woods, The John Quintero Show, and Gwen and Chris. And be sure to subscribe so you can never miss a High School Football Podcast. I'm Braden Soprenit. And I'm Top Dog. Thanks for downloading the High School Football Podcast on Radio.com. Are you not entertained? Welcome back to another edition of the High School Football Podcast. We are the final week of the high school football season. What is this, week 10, week 11? What do they officially rule it as? Is it week 10 since it's, week it's 1 week is like 11. week 0? It's week 11. Don't they do week 0 before? No, this isn't the NFL. They do week There's zero. There's no week zero. They do week zero. There's no week That's, zero, I'm, man. Uh, how, coaches, call Chris after you hear this podcast, oh, and if boy. it's uh, here, you go. And if it's uh, week zero, week one, I want to, I want him to know what it is. Okay, you're about to get. Well, you get a hundred phone calls anyway. Every week, it doesn't matter. It's still Every last. Week. It's still the last week of the football season. Uh, we're excited for it. We're excited for the uh, playoffs to come out on Saturday. I'm curious to see which format they use. Rumor on the street is that there's going to be a coaches meeting this week to determine are they going to do Cal preps or are they going to do the CIF rankings, um, which is a whole hmm. can of worms that you're going to have to bust but out. But we'll you, talk but about that. Down, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Save your thought. Okay. We got some important things to talk about. Um, starting with why you're late. I see Colonel Sanders here. Dude, dude, you know the rule, right? Yeah. I don't. Maybe they don't tell you this of a cathedral, but you never, never interrupt a black man and his chicken. <laughs> okay, you just don't do that, man. Look, I had to stop and get something to eat. I was hungry, okay? There's a difference between being hungry and being hungry. I was hungry, too. I stopped. I got Subway. I had an interesting story at Subway. The The, the lady in front of me um, was the uh, most high-maintenance person I've ever seen in my entire life. She decided to get something like that was a special, but it was a special last week. It wasn't a special today, and she like tried to argue with the guy that it was a special, and the guy working's like, "It's not, a, it's not a special today." Anyway, he still gives her the sandwich, sandwich A. That's not a special. Um, on sandwich A during the special, you can't get cheese; it's extra. So she starts complaining about not cheese. being able to get the cheese. And then you know at Subway, and like any like like Chipotle and stuff, they have different like for the different size item, you get a certain amount of what. Right. The thing is, right. so like at Subway, like one, the small sandwich gets like one slice of cheese, right. and it's like a half a slice. I mean, it's, it's not a that, triangle. Yeah, right. It's a triangle. Right. That's just how they do it. She's complaining. It's like she's getting ripped off because that's only it's not even a full slice of cheese. Wow. And the guy's looking at her like, "Lady, will you leave?" Look, man. I look, ma'am. I I don't make the rules. I'm right. just trying to do I, what they I told make me. fourteen bucks an hour. Yeah. I'm working here part time. Okay, I'm trying to get through college. So every additional slice of cheese is an extra whatever cents. So he gives her the cheese for free. Because he's just like, what a nice I don't want, he starts working on my sandwich. And then she's like, uh, I'd like it toasted. Attitude, too. And I was like, really? Really? And I was like sitting there looking at her. Like, I give her a look like, little you serious too, right now? Too, so he puts it in the, the toaster. The, the toaster. He goes back to, sorry, so where are you going to get again? I was like, and I was about to order. She's like, I don't want it too toasted, just a little toasted. And the guy looks at her like, uh, like what? I, so he takes it out. And then she complains about like three other things. She walks out. He gets ready to make my sandwich. He puts like one. He he does like the, the amount of cheese he needs. I was like, 
that's only like two slices of cheese, man. And he looks no. at me, and I, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, I'm no. just messing with you. <laughs> that's messed up. He looked and at I, you like, you're going to be that guy. Dude, and then he just started, he just started like, rant. he just, he needed yeah. to vent about yeah, it. I was there, dude, I worked at Starbucks. Hey, hey listen. I look, understand. Listen, the last time somebody vented on me, it didn't turn out so uh, But we won't talk we about that. We won't talk that. about that. But I wanted to ask you, what is the, have you ever, what was the one situation, the worst situation you've been in? Where you've seen somebody be rude to somebody else, and you observe it, and like you know, you're like you're not going to step in and start the fight, but you just kind of observe, like, like See, this person just being listen, incredibly rude. I, I'm a little different than, than most guys because I came up in the generation of uh, the Datelines. What would you do? Like, I remember watching those. Okay? I don't want to be that guy. Listen, that just I'm not going to be anything. that guy, right? So, I'll give you a perfect example. Last night we're at the costume store. Yeah. I saw, we saw your clown costume, the, dude. By, yeah, are you not entertained? <laughs> anyway. By the way, I let him in the building, so he obviously was not wearing the clown costume. That's true. I'm not wearing a clown costume tonight. That's fine. Okay. The, the Halloween's in like two days. So we go back We go back to the, the costume story. The girl is having someone try on a costume. She opens it up, takes a couple things out, sets it on the table, gives her the costume, but the accessories are still sitting there. Yeah. One of her coworkers comes over and she goes, hey. Take these accessories, put them in the bag. And she puts the accessories in the bag and she gives them to her, her, her coworker. They leave, they go off, whatever. The coworker comes back with the bag. The girl tries in the costume, comes out. Only one of the accessories is in there now. Really? So I'm sitting there watching this whole thing with my 17-year-old son. He's sitting here, we're like, dude, that's not right. Like, yeah, you, some, you just ripped now, this chick yeah, off. No, like, you just ripped her off, right? So, you know, we go, we pay our, we pay our. I told the girl when she came out, the other girl left. I told her when she came out, hey, make sure all your accessories in that bag. She's pulling some funny shenanigans. And yeah, I told the girl about it. And then we went, we paid for our stuff and we left. I walked outside. I happened to see the manager. So I brought the manager aside and I said, hey, you got a girl over there, over it. By the way, this is the Halloween Express in Mission Valley. Oh, now yes, you're calling, calling everybody, everybody out, out, dude. Wow. The girl I should have not there, brought this up. The girl over there at the, uh, at the Tryon place, be careful if you're getting a costume down there. Wow. Where's my call out? Wow. Dude, you gotta be listen, you well, know, you gotta be ethical, man. I was thinking of more along the lines of uh like have you been to a food place and like you just want to get in and out quick and then somebody's being rude to the person See, working there and you just kinda like look at them like, Are you kidding me right now? You know why I don't why I'm not rude to people in at restaurants? Because they can spit in your food. Exactly. I don't listen, I've had I've had people that make jokes at the drive thru. I'm yeah. never I'm not that guy, dude. Yeah, I'm not exactly. doing that. Like, listen, that stuff's going in my body. And I don't know what they're doing in that kitchen in there unless I can see it. I ain't messing with them. I ain't messing with those guys. Oh, I and then I know I worked in that uh, industry for a little bit, and you know you gain a little bit more respect for a lot of people when you um you know when you go there. But it's when you like, walk a mile in their moccasins. Yeah, and you're sitting there like you know because I had to make a guy's drink one time four times. It was just like dude, and it was about it was about um. The guy, like, he wanted his drink 180 degrees. This is a person. How do you know? How do you know? I was like, I, I made it 180 degrees like the machine says. He's like, it's not 180 degrees. And I'm like, dude, it's what the machine says, all right? Like, and, yeah. But you can't sit there. I have to keep making it until it's right. And then he's like, oh, it's too much foam this time. I was like, dude, stop being a pain in, in the butt, all right? Just, just stop. Stop speaking being of that, rude. Speaking of that, I also don't like people that go to restaurants and order a soda with no ice. Yeah, I don't dude, get you that. You can't man. trust. Those I don't people, get man. that. Man. My brother doesn't like ice. He feels like he's like, um, like getting ripped off by the ice. It's like, dude, most places have refills anyway. Like, what do you? Don't, don't fill it up with ice anymore. It's I, a thing, though, man. But that's a thing. I, I do have to tell people about the. Um, after we went off the air last week, 
how the guy almost stole your car in front of us. Oh, yeah. That was that the was craziest crazy, thing. Wasn't it? We're standing there in the we're, parking we're lot. We're sitting yep. there. I, I, and and uh, we're just sitting there shooting the breeze. We're talking about high school football. You know, talking about some stuff that we talk uh, off the air in terms of high school football that we don't want to put stuff on the podcast. Stuff we can't say on air. Yeah, Thank because you, you're gonna just, you guys are all going to call Chris, and that's yeah, just how it works. It. But anyway, get we're sitting there, and, and uh, there's Chris's car. And then two cars down is a car. It's not the exact same car as Chris's car. It's, it's the same SUV. color and it's right. an SUV. It's kind of the same. Right. Um, and we're just sitting there, and this guy walks up, literally like a foot next to me. Yeah, like he walks, walks up, right and up Chris next has already me. been in his car, and his keys yeah. are in his car. Yeah, he's already open. unlocked yeah. it. It's 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 unlocked, and he he opens the door, and he's he's about to step he into to the car, car in my and car. Chris is like. Yo, man, can I help you? Like, yeah, what are you like, doing right bro, now? What are you doing? Like, and he's like, he's like, I'm going home. And you're looking, like, you're looking. I'm like, not in my car. You're not. What do you mean you're going home? Yeah. Get out of my car. And he's like, this is my car. And then it was like, I'm sitting here watching the whole thing. I'm like, are we about to fight over the fact whose car this is right now? Like, are you serious? Listen, I was like, I wasn't you gotta gonna be swing on nobody. But I mean, hey, man, the guy, the guy was literally he opened the car door to get in my car. What do you want me to do? Like, no, just dude, sit there I'm, and not, let him, I'm not gonna listen, sit there and be nice. I'm, I'm not the guy who's gonna let you steal my lunch money. Okay, exactly. it's not happening. Sorry. Well, when I first saw you like react, I was sitting like, dude, Chris, it's a mistake. And then I'm sitting like, in my, and like, uh, the guy was serious. I know, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting there like. How does Chris know that that guy's like just being harmless? I mean, he could have just like tried to swoop in and steal his car right there. Yeah, I probably would have just been off on that. I'd be like, what? What know. the? I think I was more shocked than stunned. I was. I was he definitely was serious, shocked. dude. When I I've looked never at his seen face, something like that before. When I looked at his face and looked at me, he was dead serious that that was his car. He started getting like defensive about yes. it, and I was. What do you looking, mean? What do you mean? I'm then, getting in my car. And then that's when I started looking, and I'm like, dude, you better leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> you better figure out where your car is. <laughs> And then he gets out. He goes, "Oh, that's not my car." Oh, he goes around. Car. He gets in his car and he just drives off. He's no like, apology. Yeah, no, I'm say sorry. sorry. He just like quickly bailed because he thought yeah. me and you were gonna jump the guy. Yeah, I don't know. I was me, like, hey. "What's going on, bro?" I think he just looked at me and I'm like, "Did this really just happen?" You know. Speaking of that, of inter- entertaining things, I want to say there's a guy on Twitter that everybody has to go out there and follow. So carefully write is this, this a, down. Is this a popular person? No, he's not. But his How listen, many followers does he have? Is this four, worth a follow? Yes, it's absolutely worth a follow because his opinions are 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 great, man. He's got four okay, followers. Listen, his name is at Bobby Mick SD. That's at B-O-B-B-Y-M-I-C-K-S-D. His name is Bob McIntyre. Let me read you one tweet. So everybody loves Dago football. Even though, Nobody has any idea who it really is, they say. But here's his tweet. I have my assumption. Here's his tweet. He says, Santana has a CIF rating of 9.23. Monta Vista has a rating of 0.74. Yet Monta Vista beat Santana by four TDs last week. Now, this is where it gets great, and this is why you got to follow the guy because he's very, very colorful. He <laughs> says, what in the picking names out of a 10-gallon hat is going on here? <laughs> CIF is apparently now taking geography into account this year. Do you think that... There's a picture of this guy. Do you think that's actually him, or do you think it's an alias? I, you know what? That I look, think that's I mean, probably. The guy, hey, hey, look, that's the Yosemite picture, Sam. The guy's picture looks like a guy that would tweet like that. Yeah, though. I mean, if you look at him, he looks like Yosemite Sam, and I can see a little bit of attitude. He looks like an East County guy. So, hey, I think he's worth a follow. He's entertaining. Some of his tweets are are, are pretty funny. What gave away the East County thing? The fact that he said Grossmont is better than Western. Western yeah. is that what I, gave now, away? I, yeah. All of his stuff is kind of tilted toward East or East County, so I'm going to say he's an East County guy. I think he is. Yeah, he, I don't he know. I mean, is. you know, Twitter's got Twitter fingers, so we really don't know who people are on here. But unless you said they, unless they unless they you know dress up like clowns, you don't really know who they are. Uh, I, you're putting your Twitter. Uh, 
reputation on the line backing this guy? Saying I absolutely am. So you, I think he's hilarious. Uh, do you, I can follow him right now. Should I follow, follow him? him? I'm not following him until you follow him. Okay, well, hold on. Hold yeah, on. you follow him and then I'll follow Here him. We we'll, we'll get to that in a second. At Bobby McSD. Here we go. Mr. McIntyre, I am officially following you on Twitter. Now you have five followers. Let me see this. Let me see if you put... I don't know. Dude. Oh. Here's another one. Hey, Ramon Scott follows him. Here's so another one. Ernesto Gonzalez. Nothing better in this cool weather than a hot course banquet and a smooth ride on the new Cub Cadet mower. Yeehaw. Oh, my goodness. If it says followed by Top Dog, there's a picture of your clown face. There it is. <laughs> He's hilarious, though. The guy's entertaining. Go follow him. He's got chickens as his cover photo. That's awesome. All right. This guy's... Who doesn't love chickens, man? This guy need better listen to our show. Well, I think he does. Actually, he? I think... I think he got on my radar because he tweeted something. It said, oh, yeah, he's it got did. a Here goes. question. Let me read the, the question. He says, first time in a long time, it would be great to hear if original Top Dog thinks like I do that all these kids playing on this soft, velvety turf should get an asterisk on their stats compared to the dust bowls we used to play on. I'll hang on for my answer. So, Mr. McIntyre. Although I agree that the game has definitely changed and the fields are probably a little bit more safe than the dust bowls we used to play on. And yes, I did play at Crawford and I played at Hoover and I played it against Sweetwater and Morris and some of the, the dust bowl stadiums you're mentioning. No, I do not believe they should have an asterisk. Only because the game has evolved and the game has changed. I will say that the speed and the athleticism of today's athletes is probably better than the guys we played against in the era we grew up in. And I also think that med- uh, medical, what do you call it? medicine has evolved over the years, and these kids are better trained. Uh, they're better physical. They're just in better physical condition. So I'd have to say no, I don't think they should get an asterisk, although I will say that it is a different game uh, than when you and I played. I think we all were... Rydell helmets that were uh, two sizes too big. And uh, I think the nurse actually did your equipment fitting. So not the football coach, but I digress. No, Mr. McIntyre, I do not think they should have an asterisk, (laughs) but I appreciate your question. All right, we'll get to... um We'll get to more Twitter questions uh, in just a little bit. Let's uh, let's recap the uh, weekend. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, since we're still not talking about anything high school football yet, uh, describe your. Sh- you got a nice Keenan Christian shirt on. He yeah. scored last week, by he the way. Did. He's got three touchdowns already. Three tubs, two games. Gotta love that. Um, well, well, it's an honor this weekend because did you tweet it out. Have you shown? You've shown on I, social. I, I, I'll I put it out there on social. I think I put it on Facebook. I think I don't think I put it on Twitter, but uh, I did a custom shirt for Keenan. I mean, a lot of people know that I'm a big Keenan supporter, but this game this weekend's a pretty big deal. We've got C.J. Verdell, that's a modern-day graduate and a Silver Silver Pigskin winner, uh, 2016, I believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Keenan Christian from Madison, the, the running back that was a Silver Pigskin finalist. You've got uh, Samson New playing at Oregon, Mike Linebacker, uh, Madison Warhawk. He was a Silver Pigskin nominee, I believe. And you also have, um, I'm forgetting somebody, Isaac Taylor Stewart, mm-hmm. another Silver Pigskin. So this will be the first time that San Diego has had four Silver Pigskin uh, candidates in one single game, uh, two offense, two defense, and they're going to play each other this weekend at the Coliseum when Oregon comes down to take on USC. Wow. So it's all a right. pretty big honor. And, yes, I'm all about Team 23. So half the city is divided because half the city is going for uh, Oregon. Uh, I think there's like 46 people headed up to support uh, Sam and CJ, and I think another 30-something to support uh, Keenan and Isaac. There's so many San Diego high school kids in uh, college football in the past, especially in the Pac-12. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I mean, we we talked about it on our last podcast. 
um, that you can go listen to if you have missed it last week. Of course, it's right here on the Radio.com app and on the 97 Through the Fan uh, website as well. Let's let's get to some the games that happened last week. I went to two games last week. Um, last week, we're, we did the big, the big day, the big weekend in uh, Valley Center. Uh, Friday, we went up there. We did our talk show. Then the, then uh, a fire broke out um, yeah, not, you, not did, too far from where we were at. Did you see it? Yeah, I was watching it while Jeez. we were on the air. I mean, I saw black smoke, and there was a couple times where, you know, I'm getting phone calls from our bosses saying, all right, like, do you guys need to get, like, do you guys need to pack up and go? And, right. like, um, I was not going into the day thinking I was going to have to make decisions on people's lives around me. I didn't right. think, but we were safe the whole time. Um, how, I bad wasn't were the, how bad were those Santa Ana winds up there? It was, um, they were the worst when the fire was going on. It was like right at one o'clock. It was getting really bad. And I mean, I originally, I, I was sitting there, I was on my phone and I, I was kind of keeping an eye out for it. Cause our engineer here, JR was like the day before, look, there's a fire, just pack up and leave. Right. Well, well, it's like, we care about you guys more than we care about the show. Um, that sort of thing. So I was like, I was like, why did he say that? And I knew, I mean, I knew there was Santa Ana winds coming, but he, I was like, and then that was, so I was kind of on edge. And I'm on Twitter all day, just constantly looking at uh, NBC and KUSI and all the news stations. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna, I appreciate it, that. Yeah, you I, had to put a second, huh? You know, dude, I'm just talking off the top of my head. Okay? <laughs> Let's relax. Get all bent out of shape over there. You're just, all right. Anyway, um, and I'm constantly checking. There's the, A fire breaks out in Ramona, and I'm like, okay, that's not that close, right to, right, to where we're at. But, you know, hopefully they knock it out quick because, you know, we've been through Two major yeah, fires here. Rich Creek fire Every time yep. a small fire sparks, you're immediately thinking, "All right, where's this going to spread to? How fast can they take this out?" Um, then I start hearing sirens through my headset, and I hear one, and I'm like, "That could be anything." Then I hear another one. Then I hear another one. And I'm like, mm, "Something's going on." Uh, so I go on Twitter, and it says, "Breaking fire in Valley Center." I'm like, "That's mm, not good." That's Valley not Center's kind of big. I yeah. probably not, I look maybe on the other side. And I look, and it's like it's on Colgrade Road, and I'm like, "We're on Colgrade Road." Don't, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Don't. And like, so during a break, I take my headset off, I go out to the street, and I look black smoke, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah. So they they postponed the game, right? They did. They did. Ended up postponing the game. I mean, there was one moment, and everything worked out um, with this person, but there was one moment we were at A1 Irrigation in in Valley Center, and they were so great to us. And I talked with their 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 owner and their manager, and they said, "Look." It's far enough away from us, even though it looks close. It's got to go through a lot of concrete before it gets to us. We'll let right. you know. You know, they're, they weren't too worried about it yet. Right. Um, but I go out to look, and this truck comes in at, like, 60 miles an hour into the parking lot, like, just Barreling in a, through, in a huh? panic, pulls up, and this lady jumps out of her car, and she is just completely in tears and totally irrational, like, freaking out, like, you'd see on, like, any what type happened? of natural disaster. And she can't even like speak. She's like just so upset. I hate those. And moments. and you're just sitting there like, oh my god. And then like in your mind, you're thinking to yourself like, right, exactly. Right. And she worked at A1 Irrigation, and um, so what she was saying, what we could get out of her, what she was saying is, she was about to get in the shower, and then she heard a helicopter make an announcement. Your backyard's on fire. You need to get oh, out. Oh no! And she looks outside. The trees in her backyard are on fire. What? Uh, and she's got farm animals and stuff that she's got to no. worry about she gets the dogs in the truck her husband stays to get the uh she had donkeys to get them out i mean so she left she has no idea what's going on with one her house or two her animals or three her husband uh so you could imagine how yeah, upset she probably was and i was sitting there looking i was like 
I mean, there's nothing I can do about this. Right. And, and like, I'm just praying that, you know, they knock the fire out, they protect everything. Sure enough, Cal Fire kicks ass like always, they always do. Always, man. And they knock that Respect thing down. And, and, and look, there was a couple times, like, we were waiting for the call from the superintendent about the game. I had to, We had to pull the plug on the Gwen and Chris show at Valley Center. And not because Valley Center High School was in any danger, because they weren't, but the road to get there was completely shut down. So even if they put the fire out, there was no way of them getting there on time to get hooked up for the show to be on the air on time. Right. So we canceled that. We ended up getting a call about it. The fire got knocked down pretty quickly. I mean, by the time of our show was over, there was really no more threat. It was still like 0% contained, but it went from 6 acres to 10 acres in a span of like an hour and a half. That's a really good job by Cal Fire knocking right. that down. So anyway, we didn't do the game on Friday. I went to the Carlsbad LCC game. Honestly, I thought that was one of the most boring high school games I've ever watched yeah, in my I entire life. Yeah, I called life. you at halftime. And, and I was like, like and it, uh, but the thing was, snoozer. it wasn't because of the, like the feel of play. It's just there was no energy in the game. Yeah. It was like, uh, like there was tons of people there. It was a low-scoring game, right? It was low-scoring um, but there's just nothing really going on in the game. And uh, there were some good plays by, you know, some good players and stuff, but, like, the fans weren't really into it. And, yeah. and like, LCC's, like, they're, like, the stadium seems, like, so spread out. Right. Um, it's not like you can hear the other sideline. There's no back and forth. It was just, like, a quiet game. Um, maybe because I didn't have any dog in the fight. I wasn't, yeah. like, you know, rooting for anybody in particular. I just went to go watch another high school game. Wasn't calling the game myself, so I couldn't hear the crowd mic and get, like, extra uh, into the game. Right. Uh, I thought it was a boring game. I thought, honestly, I thought uh, LCC did a really good job in slowing down Carlsbad because I've seen Carlsbad twice now. I saw them shred Torrey Pines, and I thought, this is a really good offense. You better watch out for these guys. And then I watched them play LCC, and I was like, is this the same team I watched a couple how, weeks how ago? How did Cole Wright look? Colbert looked good. I mean, he makes a lot of plays. He plays both ways, so you can tell he gets a little gassed. Yeah. And, and he, he'll never admit. I mean, no kid it, or player's ever going to admit they're tired, but there's a couple times you could see um, he was just getting a little banged up because he was playing the whole time. Yeah. Um, there was one moment in the game I was, I was talking with you off air about, uh, you know, some official things, and it wasn't anything bad. I thought this was hysterical, though. Um I'm sure Sean Silvacold probably does not think this is hysterical. <laughs> not knowing um, Sean, but no. it, It's a fourth and two. Right. For LCC, the game's on a line. They're driving to try to tie the game up. They're down 14-7. I think there's two minutes left, maybe just under two minutes. Um, and one of his kids moves in the backfield. Uh, mm. It's a false start. It's false definitely start. a false okay. start. He's making the argument that the kid was about to go in motion. All right, fair enough. Game's on the line. you got to argue something. So he's, he's, he's at the top of the numbers screaming at the white hat. I mean, just unloading on the guy, um, getting extra fired up. I mean, that's I mean, the game's on the line Sean right Sobico, there, man. That's classic Sean Sobico. The back judge, on the forty-five side? yards away, throws a flag. Starts sprinting towards Sovacol, like oh. full sprint. And I'm Uh-oh. like, this what is about well. to happen? <laughs> this isn't going to end well. He gets right in Sovacol's face. That's not a good idea. He grabs his flag. He puts it up in front of his face, and Salt Bay drops the flag in front of him. And I was like, the disrespect. I was like, you've got to be in kidding me. Your I, was, house. I was like, what? And Sovacol's like, so oh pleasant. What is happening? Oh my and then God. he goes, and then, so he does this dramatic, drops the flag. He said salt drops. Dude, he did it like Salt Bay. He did like that this. That was with hilarious. The and he drops the flag. If you guys could see what he did in the studio oh right my now. God. And then he, and then he, hey, on, when you see Braden, ask him to do that for you oh, guys. Oh, he, you've never seen Salt Bay? No. On that Instagram? was hilarious. Dude, he dude. like goes like this, like he's pouring salt into his soup. That's hilarious. And he drops the flag right in front of him. And Sovacol's like distraught, like. What is happening right now? (laughs) And then the guy nonchalantly goes, sideline warning, and does the little like high emotion (laughs) to get everybody back. And I was like, 
This is the most entertaining part of this entire game today. <laughs> entire I was, game. oh my goodness, it was. A, I was like, I can't believe he just did that right there. And I'm he like, the fact, drop. the fact that you know, Silvacol was just sitting there looking at him like, dude, what do you do though? I mean, you're head coach. What do you do? And the I, guy comes springing, drops the flag. I mean, there's like two line. minutes left. What am I gonna like get? A, try to get tossed like an no. MLB guy? No, no way. No, no. I thought player. I thought uh, Coach Silvacol handled that well. I, I'd like to know his reaction about that. Um, probably off air. Like, what? What was going through your mind? Are the guys just totally just? I mean, he looked like it was like playing a baseball game, and you give up a home run, and the guy bat flips on you. I mean, that uh, was just like I was uh, like, dude, that was just way too unnecessary. I mean, yeah. he could have just grabbed the flag and just threw it, right? And right. just say, but he well, ran up he, in your face. I'm telling you, full sprint, like he was oh, racing no. in a track race. He gets up in the guy's face, then he grabs the flag and he holds it above Sovacol's head for like a couple seconds, and then just. Drops. Drop, and I was like, "This is the most amazing finish well, this game." He, I've he ever wanted seen. to see if he was going to stop. You know, he are, are you going to stop? He was. He stopped because he was probably shocked. He was like, "I can't believe this guy just did this right now." <laughs> oh my god, that was well, listen, like the craziest. Wh- while you were up there battling wildfires and watching referees, which by the way, we, we ended up stop. doing the game on Saturday. Okay. We went up. We went back up there. Yeah. We knocked UCLA off the air, so Valley Center and Escondido hey. could have their game on the air. It's not like anybody um, watches UCLA football anyway. Don't. They hammered Arizona State last week. Yeah, well. But anyway, so we did the game. They were very nice. It was a great time. I'd, I'd love to go back up to Valley Center and do a game. Um, they hammered Escondido, and they, they put themselves in position for Escondido to be Sam, Sam Pasquale. They got a three-way uh, share of the title. But it was a, overall, it was a, it was a, it was a good weekend. Um, started off a little shaky, but yeah. I'm glad everything worked out. And then they nobody got hurt during the fires. I think there was only one structure damage. So it was again. Hats off to Cal Fire. I did hear that was right an RV. I think that originally caught fire that started that. I think I heard that today. I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. I think I went to um, this place called Fat Ivers, local like uh, eatery up in Valley Center. You like your eateries? I, always, man. I've always got to sample the local cuisine. Oh boy. Absolutely. There you go, dude. Keep looking at your KFC cup. <laughs> you know you want another like another side. Right there. So. But anyway, while, I, I think they said like there, maybe the power line. Or watching something. Uh, while you were up there watching LCC take on uh, Carlsbad, I was actually in the South Bay. Yeah, uh, you called we, me about we talked, it. We talked about me headed down to see uh, Benita Vistas versus Olympian. Uh, first game, first half of that game was completely one sided. Uh, Benita Vista jumped out to a thirty two point nothing lead. Um, behind excellent play by quarterback play and by excellent play by the wide receiver slash DB Ron Van. Um, add in the running from uh, Deru- uh, Whaley, and uh, they were rolling. It was like 32 when, and a half. Yeah, it was 32 and a half. I call you, and I'm like, dude, told you this was. I, I told you they were going to beat him. I told you they were going to beat him, and I'm <laughs> bragging. And then the third qu- quarter started, and something unique happened. Uh, some people may know that uh, safety slash wide receiver Anthony Gilpin played for the Dago Dogs, which I actually am the team owner for that 7 on 7 team. Um, I've had nice, a chance nice to spend some, right some time with him, and he's a very – very good young man, very well-respected, very well-coached. He's just a, a respectable football player. Well, he had one of the best stat lines I've seen of a high school player overall on both sides of the ball. He is a two-way player. He had three touchdowns, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, fumble recoveries, and a blocked uh, field goal. He single-handedly brought Olympian back from the brink of uh, losing that game. Uh, the game went into not just overtime but double overtime, and believe it or not, Benita Vista lost a 32-point lead and lost that game 39-32. And so Olympian did win that game. Uh, they improved to, I think it was 2-8. and eight. 
on the season. Uh, I We had our own referee issues in that game. Uh, the game was on the line. The game was tied in double overtime when uh, Darian Whaley carried the ball across the goal line, which appeared to be across the goal line. We've looked at film. Yes, it looks like he did clear uh, the goal line. One of the defensive players, I think it was a linebacker for Olympian, took the ball away after he a, uh, got across the goal line. The referee ruled that the kid took the ball from him before he crossed the goal line. Really? And the game was over. Just like that. So uh, that was kind of heartbreaking. Um, I think that definitely was the wrong call. I never go in on the referees. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks I've ago. I've seen this guy. Rest. Listen, I've seen this guy around. Mm. I don't know his name. Oh, the tides have turned. Yeah, it was a bad call because my thing is this. It happens a lot. Never take, never take the game into your own hands as a referee. You should basically be there to be seen and not heard. And I, I just don't think that games that are, are 100% decided on a call – I don't like those things. So uh, this guy didn't do a great job. That's all I can say. Thank you. Yeah, he didn't do a great job. For agreeing with me three weeks after not agreeing with me. All right, whatever. Hey, man, I'm just saying. So that was the game I was at. Very, very, very good game. Um, I think both teams played very well. Some of the coaching calls a little bit whoa, questionable. Whoa. You, like being in the, you like being the bad guy, don't listen, you? Listen, I'm going to go back. I, listen, I'll say this. Uh, statistics don't lie. Uh, they went to the well a little few too many times for Benita Vista. I think they had four second half uh, interceptions running at what appeared to be the same play over the middle. Now, if it's me and I'm up 32, I don't know that I throw the ball across the middle four times to get four interceptions with my sophomore quarterback. I might hand it off and run the clock, but that's just me. So there it is there. All right, so you had your recap down in the South Bay. I uh, went to a couple of North County games. I uh, I didn't really talk about the Valley Center game too much. I'll, I'll quickly uh, recap. Escondido threw uh, four picks and turned the ball over six times. Um, that's not going to win you any football game at any level anywhere. Nope. It's nope. just not going to happen. I thought Valley Center played extremely physical. Um, I looked at before the game sometimes. I do this all the time. I even do this when I coach. Um, I always go to a game thinking I'm going to win, but I will look at the both sides like, all right, realistically... That team over there should beat this team over here by X amount of points. Okay. So I was watching Escondido and Valley Center warm up. I looked to my left. I was watching Escondido warm up. I looked to my right. I was watching Valley Center uh, warm up. Escondido had more guys. They had bigger guys. They had a lot more depth. They had a lot of athletic guys. I looked over there. And they're well coached. And and they're five and three coming yep. in. They're well coached. They're they're a team that was very hyped up going into the season. And then I looked at Valley Center. They got 30 kids total. Mm. 15 of them are seniors. Don't have that much size. Um, they've been going through a lot this season, um, you know, on and off the field. Uh, their record is about 500. And I looked and I said, that team over there in white is going to hammer this team in the black. And guess what? The well, team in the black we played the game. wearing all the Jaguar stuff <laughs> yep. hammered Escondido. And I, when I mean hammered, I mean, I saw some hits I have not seen in a long time. By the Valley Center was dropping the hammer on Escondido's, on Escondido's football team. Um, their running back, Kyler Ritchie, could not be brought down. Uh, they had a backup corner in. He got two picks and laid out probably uh, at least a handful of Escondido players. Um, they played a well-rounded game. I thought it was very good. I was really, uh, I was really shocked to see that um, Valley Center is not has a league title wrapped up 
And I, I guess I guess it's because San Pasquale is just that much better, uh, probably in that deal. I, I was really impressed with Valley Center. Um, I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, you know, make a little noise in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win anything in the like they're not winning a championship this year. I don't think, but they could win a couple games and win off a couple. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not too surprised. Game. They were good last year. I mean, with, they with, they've had a really they've had some good coach running backs Gilster, up there too. Coach Gilster's had a really good program up there. He's yep. he's the only coach that's ever coached there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Since 1998, so. Um, you know he's he's run a lot of good breaks. He's won a lot of CIF championships. His team's always well prepared, and they always play fast, physical, and they're never the biggest team. They never have the most size, but uh, uh, they're usually there to punch in the mouth. I, I'm curious to see how they do in the playoffs. Let's get to um, our uh, before we get into the ratings and our rankings. Let's get to some of the mailbag questions. Uh, Meech six one nine Meech asked us uh, if Helix loses to Steel Canyon, will be the will they be out of the top four? No. Helix will remain in there. I mean, I think got, they're. I think they're locked in. They're, I think they're, they're locked, locked in. in. I think you know another one. I got. A, I got basically the same question from uh, Coach Veal over there. He texted me today. He said, "So what's the statistics look like for us to stay in?" I would say there's two teams right now that have a lock. If you ask me, I think that's going to be uh, Helix and Cathedral. I agree. I think there's an outside chance um, if Steel loses that they could fall out. I do think that that is a real possibility, and that's only speculation. I mean, nobody knows exactly 100%. I think that if Steele loses, Saints takes care of business. Saints beats Point Loma like they should. Uh, Saints could get back in it, but right now it looks like the two that are locked in are going to be Helix and Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Saints makes it back in. I think makes it back in, and I think Carlsbad gets in. What if Carlsbad loses the Vista? Then I think Saints is in. Carlsbad's I think Saints. Out. I think Saints. I think Carlsbad and Steel Canyon is a win and in situation. Yeah, they're win. They're automatically in. Uh, Steel Canyon is interesting though because it's like they got a well, 15, they're undefeated though. They got a fifteen point five, and Saints is a fourteen point five. So is a Saints win over Point Loma and a Steel Canyon loss to Helix good enough for them to get that one point? I do. I think it is. Now, what do you think about a? Uh, well, the thing. The other thing is too. It's like margin of victory doesn't even matter, right? Right. So it doesn't matter. Well, they so, played so a similar Saints, opponent, though. So Saints could win by 100. It's not going to give them any nope. extra points. And the same thing with Steel Canyon. Like the, the thing that kind of hurts them a little bit um, is whatever the spread of Cal Preps going into that game is. Uh, I don't think it's a lot, though. So he looks his favorite by they're supposed to win 34-21 over Steel. So if Steel Canyon were to keep it closer than that score, hey, if they would Robbie, get more points for losing. If you're Robbie, do you sit your starters knowing that you already got, you're already in? You need a league championship. Okay. Still can't even. Well, that, that you want, are you league. playing for a league championship or are you playing for an open division championship? Um, You're playing for both. If you sit your guys, you're still going to get a bye. Well, think about it this. If you're Carlsbad, do you sit your guys this week? No, they're, they. I think they still have well, to win. Well, think about it this way. If they, they, already, they already won league, right? And if they lose, they get the one seed in D1. Mm, that's true. I mean, the thing they're in a win-win situation right now because yeah. if they win, it's like, all right, cool, we're in the open. Right. If they lose, they get the one seed in D one. So do wait, you do you wait, rest wait, wait. do you rest your guys? Well, that's not necessarily true because Saints. If Saints loses, if Carlsbad and Saints lose, no. If Saints wins and Carlsbad loses and Saints doesn't get in, Saints will get in. Oh, Saints, Saints will get in. Get in. Yeah, because yeah, if right. Saints win, because if Carl, it, they're they're too close together. And Carlsbad, How about Madison? Carlsbad is Madison, would lose is Madison eliminated. Are they mathematically out of it? Yes, Mission Hills passed them. Okay, is Mission Hill still is Mission Hill still alive? Do they have an outside shot of getting into the open? I don't think they get any boost by beating San Marcos because San Marcos' rating right now is a zero. Yeah. 
It's a 0.967. So let's go ahead and say that San Marco, uh, Mission Hills is out. Madison's, Madison's out. out. Lincoln's yeah. out. We already knew Lincoln was out. Yeah, Grossmont out. Grossmont's out. So it's it's five teams for four spots. So let's see. Let's go over those. That's Helix, mm-hmm. Cathedral, mm-hmm. St. Augustine, mm-hmm. Carlsbad, mm-hmm. and Steel Canyon. Yeah. Those are your five. In that order? Uh, not in any order. I just think, I mean, those are the five teams that are left, right? Yeah, those are the five teams. Um, so, here, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like, so Helix is, if Helix wins, they're going to get the one seed automatically because right. they beat Cathedral head-to-head. Yep. Now, if Helix, now, if Helix loses that. It's a three-way tie. Do they drop, how many points? Is, the thing is, we don't know how many points you get for beating anybody. So, Steele would get the one. Cathedral would get to two. No, because Cathedral lost Helix, so Helix would get to two, Cathedral would get to three, Saints would get to four. Steel Canyon beating Helix would give them a boost of four points. You think they're still undefeated right now? So yeah, but the, I mean, it's about it's about the mathematical equation that me and you don't know, so we have no idea. I mean, like they could beat Helix and get two points, and then they're still short of the number one seed. We don't know. Like that's well, the problem I still with think the race. They would have system. to go in the head to head. I mean, if if it's one two, and I'm two, and I beat you at one. Then I should get the one. Yeah, but Steel Canyon did not beat Cathedral. If if Steel Canyon but they wins, beat they'll Helix probably and Helix beat Cathedral. Yeah, but it's two. It's a two hole gap. So if like if Cathedral comes in one and Helix comes in two, since Helix beat Cathedral, they jump. If Cathedral comes in one and Helix comes in three, they don't get to jump anybody. I got you. But so Steel so still, okay, yeah, so, so Steel, Steel would get the two. two. That that would be the case. Okay. Um, but I think Helix is going to win. You don't. You don't think so. We'll get to our picks yeah. later. Yeah. You said that off air. I'm kind of teasing it, but you can change your opinion. That's fine. Um, I I, I think right now it's going to be Helix one because of the the head to head switch. I think Cathedral's going to be two. I think Carlsbad stays at three, and I think Saints gets in at four. I wouldn't be surprised if Steel Canyon gets four. I don't know. Well, now like. I think if Steel Canyon loses, they're out. But we'll we'll get to the the rankings in a second. See, the hard part about this is, how does Saints get in with two losses? And it's not about the it's and not Steel about gets in with one loss. It's it's Steel not Steel doesn't get in. It's with not one about loss. the and win the only loss. loss they have is the guy to the, at the top of the list. Well, it's because the it's because Saints played better teams than Steel did. They played the same teams though. If you think about it, I mean, you can't say that Benita Vista. I mean, Saints played Benita Vista. Saints also played Loyola. Okay, those that's are that's out of town. That's a team that's out of town. Right. I mean, but I can then, go through their entire they, they schedule. Both played right East Lake. Saints has wins over Madison, Lincoln, Loyola, East Lake, Otay Ranch, Morse, Bonita Vista, and they lost to Cathedral and Helix. All right, so you look at Steel Canyon. There's a lot of similar teams. They have Madison. Let's let's go let's go uh, same score. Okay, uh, one team beat Madison 35-18. One team beat Madison 19-14. Who beat them 19-14? Saints, right? No. Steel Canyon beat Madison 19-14. Saints beat Madison 35-18. Okay. Which team's better just on that first game? Okay, fair enough. All right, so so we'll just give a point to Saints in that deal. Um, Saints played Eastlake, right, and Steel Canyon played Eastlake. One team beat them 17-6. The other team beat them 47-0. Okay. Uh, that's two points. Saints, two points, Saints. You know that's where, okay. The other team they played was Otay Ranch, okay, Otay Ranch played both Steel Canyon and St. Augustine. One team beat Otay Ranch 21-14. The other team beat Otay Ranch 62 to nothing. All right. Point which, taken. Which team Point taken. I guess. I'm, I guess just, I'm just saying, like. I guess I, Saints is getting in. The the strength of schedule, again, it's and not about. Saints come marching but, but to your point, though, you were talking about. Win-loss record. Win-loss record. And it doesn't really matter because in the grand scheme of things, 
um, according to CIF, it's not about margin of victory, right? So everything I just said doesn't mean anything. Okay. But wait, is Steel, how is Steel Canyon? Is Steel Canyon only going to have nine games this year? No, this is, they're playing their 10th right now. So they're 9-0 and right now? Yeah. I thought they were 8-0. No, they're 9-0 and right now. But like, so you, are you following what I'm saying? So like, yeah. according to CIF, everything I just told you doesn't matter. They get the same amount of They get the same. Steel Canyon beating Otay Ranch 21-14 is the same thing as St. Augustine beating a team 62 So if they played the same competition, why wouldn't Steel Canyon get in when they have a better record? That's a good question. All right, so none of these questions are going to be answered on tonight's podcast. We apologize, They're going to they're gonna be answered on Saturday. I'm still working on my degree. Here's, in, uh, oh, well, let me ask you this question. Based on what we just said, do you think margin of victory matters between Saints and Steel Canyon? I do. I absolutely do, and I think like it if, should like be Like if I there. just gave you those scores, who's better in your Yeah, opinion? you look at it, and right? I think it's a, it's a given. But, so, but if, if that you, rewards teams for blowing teams out. I understand that, but, I, but like we had this argument before— there's a lot of teams out there. You know some. Co- you, you, okay. you, you're saying, but you know a lot. Of, they're going to blow teams out anyway. Okay, let me say this. That, that's not even the biggest disappointment in this system. I want to bring up one that came out on Coach's Corner today. You probably know what I'm going to say. It's about Nate Rozelle posted in Coach's Corner on Facebook, a private group, where he talked about Point Loma is going to miss the entire Division Two playoffs. Now, mm-hmm. that that bugs me, and I'll tell you why it bugs me. They're three and six right now. They have a negative point two rating. Right. They're but just one. They're one step out of. Uh, look at their league the schedule. They're a division two, the only division two team in the Western League. They used to be every every other team in that league: Lincoln, Saints, Madison, Cathedral. Everybody else in that league is Division one. Everybody. Two okay? years ago, when they did the league alignment, Point Loma was D one. Yeah, two years ago. But what yeah. I'm saying is. They play, and their non-league schedule is tougher than other people's league schedule games. They're mm-hmm. non-league stuff. Well, let's look. So look at their non-league. Pull up their non-league uh, and look uh, at their non-league I'm gonna, schedule. I'm going to show you something right now. Let's let's see what Cal Preps has to say. I think so, it's by the appalling way, that Point Loma is not in, in the playoffs okay. as of right now. I think that that's a, a travesty. I think that uh, that needs to be immediately addressed and fixed because they definitely should be, at worst, a 12 seed in Division Two. In division, so here's the deal: if we are using the Cal Preps rating system to yep. determine the playoffs, okay. so th- this is last year's format. Guess what seed Point Loma's got? Three, seven. They're that, in. That's what I'm saying. They're in. That's what I'm saying. This system doesn't work. It no, it doesn't because they're all concerned about getting the score run up on them, right? So okay. they want to take margin of victory out. But the thing is, talking to people that have talked to Ned Freeman. Yeah, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Remember, yeah. just to recap, he's the guy that came up with the formula. El genius. All he said was, "You can't take one thing out of the formula and expect it to work the same." Yep. As the thing that'd be like we talked about this before. You the take cookies. You take yeah, the like, like the baking, cookies. cooking, yeah. whatever. You take one thing out. Is it going to taste the same? It's not. It's not. my my thing is now, and which I think is very interesting. And tell me if you think this is a good idea or not. They're going to have, I don't know if it happened today, I don't know if it happens tomorrow or later this week, they're going to have a meeting at CIF with the coaches to determine, all right, well, we got a lot of flack for the CIF ranking system that we obviously, we, we don't know what's going on. Soundboard. Give me a soundboard. Give me some kind of soundless soundboard for that that what? mistake. What? I don't care. Give me something good. Oh, well, you know, I got to turn this on. Dude, give me a bad time here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's all I got. For what mistake? I think they're realizing it, man. We've yeah, been talking so, about this for six weeks. All right. We don't get How it. do you feel about all the coaches voting on what system to use? When they already know which system is better for them at this particular time. And how do you feel about them changing it in the middle, like during the season? I'll say no vote. I, I don't I don't agree that coaches should vote on it, and I'll tell I you agree. why. I think that it, a decision needs to, be, needs to be made. I think the CIF needs to make the decision. Are we going to roll with this or are we not going to roll with this? And whatever, whatever, whatever they pick, decision you make, we got to live with. That's what we're going with. And that's now, fun. that's Look, unfair. I will say that. That is unfair because... You know, this was kind of, now you're basically saying this was an experiment. Oh, that's like saying, oh, we just playing. Oh, we just playing. We didn't really mean it. We, well, what, we started, what, we just playing. What they should have done, and it's hindsight 2020, what they should have done is implemented the system, right? They should have done their own experimental year themselves and compared the difference. And yeah. at the end of the season go, okay, which one made more sense? Right. Um, instead of just going like, all right, we're going to do this new formula. Let's see how it works. And yeah. it's like, well... You got teams that are drastically different. We talked about Point Loma up well, until this we week. We even talked about up until this week. This has been number one in D two the entire time on Cal preps, and they yeah. were like six last week. Yeah. It's like I mean that's and Vista to me is a one seed in D two. So I agree. I'm, and right now in CIF, they're they're uh, a two. But what my thing is is you already told us at the beginning of the year this is what you're going to do. Why are you going to change it now? Like if I'm if I'm Point Loma and I get a vote. Let's just say all coaches are voting on this. And I get a vote. Which playoff system am I going to vote for? We're going back to the other one. I'm going to the one that I'm in. If I'm, let's say if I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of a team that's like doing really well. So you're saying even if it's messed up, we should still roll with it? Well, they already picked it. I mean, that's the thing. They've already. I don't agree with that. Well, the thing, like, what are you going to do? Make up rules during the season as they go? You can't do that. With all due respect, this is CIF we're talking about. It wouldn't be the first time they changed the rules on us. You said it, not me. But I agree with you. I I, I just um, I don't understand. I I don't understand the the thought process of we already know in meetings, um, involving any type of coach or rep, who are they looking out for? Themselves, right? I mean, Everybody. just like you I mean, can't blame like them for if, that. Come if, on. if you're a head coach at a school, you have to ask yourself that. I'm I mean, trying I have to, to give my my team the best chance to yeah, win. Yeah, exactly. On. I'm going to help out my team. So. Again, what do you think these coaches are going to vote for? Do you think they're like whatever I, benefits them? Like right now, I'm just going to put if I think the Cal Preps one is better, but I'm higher rated in the CIF rankings. I'm taking CIF. I'm taking the CIF rankings. Yep. I want a home game. I want to buy. I want a better seed for my kids. Like that's. I mean, that's just what that's what you, that's that's why I think like deciding it right now would be kind of a a, a, a disadvantage. Um, let, let's continue to roll through this real quick. Uh, D one. Cathedral, Helix, Carlsbad, Steele, St. Augustine, Mission Hills, Madison, Lincoln, Grossmont, Oceanside, LCC, Eastlake, RB, Torrey, Granite, San Marcos. Do you have any issues with that order? Who's the five, Who would be the five seed right now? The five seed right now, according to CIF, would be Steele. Or, or St. Augustine. So St. Augustine would get the one in D1. And they play, who would they, who's the 16? Uh, so Saints would get a bye, Mission Hills would get a bye, Madison would get a bye, Lincoln would get a bye. And who the next Grossmont one? and San Marcos would play each other. The winner would take on, 
Hold on, one, two, three, four. The winner would take on Lincoln. Oceanside and Granite Hills would play each other. The winner would take on Madison. Uh, La Costa Canyon would play Tory in back-to-back year, uh, weeks. They would play the winner, or they would play Mission Hills. Eastlake and Rancho Bernardo would play each other. They would play Saints. Okay. No, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. The thing is with D1, it's like every team's kind of around the same. Yeah. Uh, according to, if you want to look at the Calperps one, it would be Cathedral and Helix, Saints and Carlsbad in the open. That's what I think it is. I think so too. Your number one seed in the uh, op- in the D one would be Mission Hills. Your number mm-hmm. two seed would be Steel. Your number three seed would be Madison. Your number four seed would be LCC. Oceanside would play Granite. The winner would play LCC. Lincoln would play RB. The winner would play Madison. Uh, Sam Marcos would play Grossmont. I like that. The winner like would play that. Steel. And then um, this Eastlake, is Cal- Eastlake, this is Cal-Preps? yeah, Eastlake would play Tory, and the winner would play Mission Hills. Yep, I, I think, like that, I think one that one's way. That makes way more sense for San Diego. Um, to me, that's way more accurate. The thing is, the Southern section uses Calpreps, and there doesn't seem to be any issues up there. Hmm. Interesting. I think hmm. we should copy what they do because they seem like they know what they're doing. Um, according to... Uh, Give me a sound. Yeah, sound. You want Kawhi's laugh again? Yeah. Uh, Division two, Bishops, Vista, San Pasquale, Santa Fe Christian, according to uh, CIF, will be your top four seeds. They would have buys. Mm. Uh, Christian would get the uh, five. They would play Mira Mesa. Uh, Morse would play Valley Center. Poway would play Monta Vista. El Camino would play Otay Ranch. Wow, I don't like that. Matchups. Okay. I don't uh, even like those matchups. Ready for Cal Preps? Sure. Top four seeds, Vista, Bishops, El Camino, Poway. I agree with those. Um, five would be San Pasquale. They'd play Santa Fe Christian, the 12. Okay. Look at that difference, man. Santa Fe Christian gets a first-round bye in the CIF rankings. In the Cal Preps ratings, they barely make the playoffs. That's big difference, How, like that's, man. That's it's not, huge. It's not like two it's spots. It's not like they're close, dude. It's one to 12. You went from having a first-round bye to not like barely making the playoffs. That, I mean, it's amazing. And if me. I'm looking at teams, i got to say I'd probably agree with that. I would agree with this. I would agree with the Cal Preps one. Yeah. So San Pasquale would host Santa Fe Christian. Otay Ranch would host Mira Mesa. Point Loma would host Valley Center. And Morse would host Christian. See, those are good games. Yeah, that, the, I'm in. Listen, any one of those games I would go to and watch those games. Those are good games. Uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll keep going through here. Uh, Script Ranch, San Diego High, Hilltop Central are your uh, first four buys in D three according to CIF. Wait, same again. Uh, Scripps, San Diego High, Hilltop Central. I would agree with those. Your first four buys in the Cal Preps are Scripps, Modern Day, La Jolla Central. How mm. do you go from Modern Day being seven in CIF on Cal Preps being two? Uh, How is it that different? Margin of victory, I think. Well, it's margin of victory, and and I guess teams they played. I mean, I don't understand how you can have that big of a gap. I I'm I'm very high. It doesn't seem like CIF is the CIF ones working very well. I don't like the CIF ones. Um, uh, Then you go La Jolla would play Kearney, Brawley would host Imperial. Uh, Makes it convenient. Uh, Modern Day would play. No, I lied. Brawley would host Benita. Modern Day would host Imperial. West Hills would host Valhalla. That's in CIF. According to Cal Preps, it would be Hilltop and Imperial. It would be Mount Carmel and West Hills. It would be San Diego High and Brawley. It would be Benita Vista Valhalla. See, I like I like Cal Preps again. I think those are better matchups and better games. Do you want to go to D four? Sure. Let's right, go. Let's just roll. We'll just do D four. It'll be the last one. Santana, Sarah, Montgomery, La Jolla Country Day. Those are your top four seeds on CIF. You cool with that? I actually like those. I like those two. Top four in Cal Prep, Santana, Sarah, Escondido, Henry. Ooh. I don't 
don't know about that. Ooh, I think that's a push. I kind of like both of them. I, I, I know you can't pick both, but I, I think I Montgomery's done enough to be in the top four. Well, right? I don't know though. Patrick they obviously Henry, haven't beaten a lot Patrick of teams. Patrick Henry's done a great job this year. Um, according to CIF, it would be Patrick Henry versus Del, host Del Norte. Orange Glenn would host Classical. Escondido would host Tri City. Mount McGill would host Coronado. Okay, let me hear Cal Fresh. Uh, Orange Glen would host Chula Vista. Montgomery would host Classical Academy. Del Norte would host Coronado. La Jolla Country Day would host Mount Miguel. I like that one better. I like that one better too. I like that one better. Um, so I hope so for us, ladies and gentlemen, let's come out and say it. It is a clean sweep. We like Cal Preps better than the CIF rankings. Yeah, which that was a big component of that anyway. Um, I one more question for the mailbag. It was um, in, involving. Who the potential open division championship team would play in the first round of the state playoffs? So we're talking Helix, uh, Cathedral, maybe uh, Steel Canyon Saints and Carlsbad, right? Those are the five teams that are battling for that spot if they were to win the open. Um, the question is who would get the better spot? Would it be Division Two for the Southern section? Or would it be the LA section winner? Now, the L.A. section favorite right now is Narbon, but rumor has it that they're in some serious trouble with CIF, so they might not be eligible for the state playoffs. So now if Narbon's not eligible, who gets the nod? I'm thinking it's going to be the Southern Section Division 2, and if I have to look at like the top four teams in the Southern Section in Division 2, so you know how they do it. It's the yeah. same as ours, yeah. except they call it Division 1 and Division 2. Right. Top eight teams go to the uh, what I One. call the scariest bracket in all of America. Right. Um, and then nine, we call that we we like to call that death row. Yeah. Okay. So l- listen to this bracket real quick. It would be Modern Day hosting Sierra Canyon, Saint John Bosco hosting Bishop Amat, Centennials playing J. Sarah, Mission Viejos playing Servite. Good lord. I would go to every one of those games. I would. I too. mean, those are all great matchups. Yes. Um, but you're looking at, I don't know how many teams make the second. Is it sixteen? No, twelve. It's twelve. So they do twelve for their second deal. Yep. First four get buys and the other eight. Okay, so your first four buys are Calabasas, San Clemente, Orange Lutheran, Norco. So those are the favorites to potentially play one of our open division champion. Um, Rancho Cucamonga would then get in. Wait, what are those four? Those are the four. Those are the four teams that would. Those names again. So the uh, the four schools battling out for D two potentially um, in the in the southern section. So potentially a matchup against the San Diego Open champion, Calabasas, San Clemente. Orange Lutheran, Norco. We could beat any one of those teams. Let's go. Let's go. I'll take I'll well, take our a, top dog versus all, any one of those four well, any day of the week. We had a team beat number three seated in their open. Yep. But I'm just saying, I, I like we, our matchups. I, I like... You guys remember what happened last time Calabasas was down here, right? Mm-hmm. Madison took care of them. I like... I like Helix against all those teams. I like Cathedral against all those teams. I like teams. Saints against all those teams. I like Saints against half those teams. I like a healthy Saints against all that's those a, teams. That's a good point. I like a healthy Saints. I like a healthy Saints. Um, I think still Canyon and Carlsbad are up in the air for those. But Carlsbad's proven that they can go out and beat state champions because they've done it. Um, or they, oh, they lost I'm the state champions. I'm not as comfortable with uh, the That's rain. fine. But, I mean, so you're looking at, uh, to ask, uh, you know, to answer that um, question, you're looking at anywhere between a Calabasas, San Clemente, Orange Luther, Norco, Rancho Cucamonga, Notre Dame, Sherman Oaks, or maybe a... Uh, Sarah Gardena 
is like a team you're kind of looking at Oaks Christian potentially Vista Marietta if they uh, sneak in um, that's that's kind of your deal there so let's let's get to uh, are we ready for some game so picks before we go to the playoffs we got to finish the regular season so this week I want to change things up a little bit I want to stay around San Diego and I want to go around the county and focus on let's see one two three four five six games this week can we do six saying do we're out of time bro Gonna, you better get it in so we, can okay. get our, so we can get all of our picks First in game too. I want to talk about is North County. San Marcos versus Mission Hills. What do you like? What do you not like? The I Discovery like, Bowl. I like Mission Hills by a lot of points. Really? I, I really do. And I, I know, so, I mean, San Marcos has a lot of good players right now. But Mission Hills, I mean, they're starting to win games. They're starting to string it together. They look like a team that could potentially beat Carlsbad right now. Uh, they kind of played Carlsbad at a bad spot. I watched San Marcos play early in the year. Um like again, I liked a couple of their athletes. I thought they're okay. I didn't think they played very well against Oceanside, and I think Mission Hills is a lot better than Oceanside. To be honest, it was that did Mission Hills beat Oceanside like twenty-seven to nothing? Yeah, twenty. I think yeah, twenty-seven. To yeah, I know San Marcos had the like they had a chance late to potentially get Oceanside, but I don't like their chance. San Marcos only has one win in league play. That's the thing with the Avocado League. The top there's a three-way tie for last place right now between Torrey Pines, um, El Camino, and San Marcos. They all have one win, and guess what? They all play the top three teams in the Avocado League this week. Ouch. I mean, they could all they could have a three-way tie with only one win um, in what was probably one of the most dominant leagues over the last handful of years, not looking as much this year. I, I really like Mission Hills in that game. Um, by the way, i got to call you out because I picked San Marcos last week against Westview, and you picked Westview, okay. and it just didn't end well. No. But I also picked Grossmont to win, and they got obliterated, so that's fair. That's fair. So what do you I'm like gonna about take, this I'm, I'm going to take Mission Hills, but I'm going to say this. They need to make sure they run the ball and keep the ball on the ground. I think that both uh, Xavier and Reese and I think that Jalen Banner are dangerous out there in that secondary. Um, Mission Hills should win this game. I would say they're a 14-point favorite in this game. Uh, San Marcos' offensive line has unfortunately underperformed all year. Um, I do like JT. Uh, is it JT Daniels? Yeah. JT Daniels run the ball back there for them. I like Gavin Trevaney. JT Daniels. Isn't that the USC quarterback? JT, what is JT's last name? Dozier, Dozier. That's right, JT, JT Dozier. JT Daniels plays for USC. Daniels, dude. Plays. <laughs> you wear a Keenan shirt, man. Sorry, You're hanging man. out. He's up JT there hanging Dozier. out with all the parents. Let me, let me he's correct. like part of the. He's part JT of the group Dozier. now at USC. I do like JT Dozier at San Marcos. But with that said, they've got a lot. <laughs> they've got a lot of talent over there um, at San Marcos. I will say that. I just think that Mission Hills at this time of season. I think you mentioned it. They're clicking. Uh, they're doing well, really well together. They're coming together at the right point. Of the, of the season, and they're starting to make a run. So I think Mission Hills wins this one. I agree with you, though. With San Marcos does have talent. I think Mission Hills has more talent at this. I don't think it's a question of talent. I really, really? don't. You I don't? Think, I don't think it's talent. I, I, I think Mission Hills is still a little bit better on, on paper. I think it's chemistry. Hey, man, Mission Hills didn't have the greatest chemistry at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and look where they are now. They're, they're, look where they they're, are they're, now. I mean, they're on the doorsteps of an open division. Yep. Um, you know, if they beat Carlsbad. It took them a while, I think, to start it. gelling together, so. What other games do you have? Uh, I got. Uh, let's go another avocado league. Let's go LCC versus Tory. Who do you like in that game? I got LCC in that game. I just watched them shut down Carlsbad. LCC is projected to win by seven. Uh, they're favored to win. Uh, their you know their spreads twenty one fourteen over Tory Pines. I haven't done. I haven't seen Tory Pines um, do anything that explosive offensively. Um, I thought they were very dormant against Carlsbad. They only scored one time against Carlsbad. Um, and LCC's defense, I think, did a lot better job. 
against Carlsbad than Torrey's defense did. I mean, Torrey gave up 41 points, 48 points to Carlsbad. Um, La Costa Canyon gave up a late touchdown to make it 14-7 late in the game. I mean, they, they did a tremendous job I think when Torrey was in both of those games, they had a lot of injuries, and they had uh, the flu bug, and a lot of their top guys were out. Now, with that said, some of these guys are going to be coming back this week. I think they're actually going to beat LCC. I think this is a game that these kids get up for. It's a rivalry game. It's the Beach Bowl. And I think Tory, I think it's at Tory this year. So I think Tory's gonna, gonna win this game. I think LCC gets revenge for last year. Um, you do bring up a good point. Like LCC, um, I mean Tory Pines is the. I mean this is the never means never game. You know that story, where Tory Pines for the first like fifteen year, whatever it was, straight was just beating LCC when LCC was a brand new school, and they had shirts that said "Never means never." You're never going to beat us. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, since then, obviously, LCC has gotten them um, because of that. But this is, a, I mean, that's like the big brother for LCC. Yeah. Torrey Pines will always be the big brother until proven otherwise. And it's not just one year of LCC winning. I mean, LCC is going to have to go on like 10, 12 years straight of Jeez. just whipping on Torrey Pines. I mean, that's just, it's what it is. I mean, Torrey Pines is the established school, the established program. LCC is the new school. Um, I know there's, I mean, they've been all around longer than I've been alive, but still, I mean, it's like, yeah. um, that's just how it is. So that's, that's a Let's game, go that's down. a game that's a little bit uh, different for, I still like LCC, even though they're, um, you know, they're banged up defensively. Let's go down to South Bay. Let's take a, uh, undefeated Castle Park. This is my favorite game. And of the week. Montgomery. My favorite game of the week. Uh, I, I like Castle Park. I think they've done a really good job. I think, uh, coach Chris Livesay has done a unbelievable job down there. Uh, turning it around for a program that had to forfeit multiple games last year. I mean, they had a forfeit of multiple games last year. They still won league last year, but the fact that they're undefeated, one, they're undefeated, and two, they've played all their games. I mean, when you got to forfeit games because you don't have enough kids and now you're playing all your games and you're winning them all, um, I mean, you could say what you want about scheduling. It doesn't matter at that point you know, for that team. Um, and hopefully they start getting more numbers down there. I mean, Castle Park used to be a power of a program. Um, they had the you know John Fox went to Castle Park you know the longtime NFL coach um, and San Diego State Aztec as well so I'd like to see Castle Park on the rise. That being said, I think Montgomery's a little bit better. I like the what they've done this year. Um, this is a league championship game for the Metro Pacific League. Cal Preps likes Montgomery by seven. I like Montgomery by seven. I like Montgomery in this game. Um, you know maybe a tough loss for Castle Park, but guess what? Anybody that's doubted them this year has been proven wrong because they're nine and zero. I will, I'm actually going to make it a lot simpler. I'm taking eight and one Montgomery. Um, that's a one game difference. You got Castle Park's undefeated nine and zero. Montgomery's eight and one. Freddie Dunkel and his staff down there, including TJ McKay, have done a great job turning around that Montgomery program. I'm excited for the direction that program is headed in. With that said, they are very, very physical and very, very fast. I think they win this game hands down. I think they're going to go more than 14 points. They could pull away 21. Uh, point lead. I'm taking Montgomery in that one. I like, like I said, I like Montgomery as well. I that that's a good. Think about this. We're talking about Castle Park turning things around, Montgomery turning things around. We know what Coach Westling's done at Hilltop. These are a lot of the schools down in the South Bay that you know they're Their last not, few years. They they're not typically that good, but, but they're not in the big league either. It's not like they're turning around an Otay Ranch or a Modern Day or right. an Olympian or teams that have you know not been been up there for a while. Um, it, good, good for the South Bay. You know, getting back on, getting back on track, and hopefully, uh, you know, building some programs down now, there. Now let's head out to one of the most entertaining games this year, this week, in the East County. Let's go, Steel Canyon and Helix. I got the, I got the highlighters, man. I, I just do. It, it, Helix is Helix. I thought last year was kind of an anomaly. Um, 
El Elian Noah started getting banged up late in the season. I know he's not playing, um, you know, the rest of this season, but this is a game to me. I I feel like Helix has had. It's one of their revenge games, and I think they're on a revenge tour. I mean, they're on a revenge tour this year, beating all the teams that beat them last year. I think they circled Cathedral on the calendar. They always do. I think they circled Saints on the calendar after losing the CIF championship game. Um, and I think they got something up their sleeve for, for Steel Canyon because this is the team that took away league from Helix in terms of having the, the thing by themselves. This is the one team in the Grossmont Hills League that can actually beat Helix. Nobody, I'm until somebody else does it consistently. I'm not going to say anybody can besides Steel because Steel has has proven a couple times that they can hang with Helix and that they could beat Helix. I mean, Grossmont is supposedly their biggest rival. They can't, they haven't beat them since '92. I mean, it's well, ridiculous. I'll say this: I, I, my take's a little different. I, I, I still that, I still think Helix wins the game. I think it's closer than the spread of 32-421. I think Helix gets Steel. I know you're big Steel Canyon. Uh, fan right now and you're talking them up off air so i got to hear your reasoning behind it. i will say this i think steel canyon is a very 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 talented and athletic team i think they're big up front i think they're very big on the defensive side of the ball as well they fly around they hit guys but the one thing they don't have is the team chemistry that helix does and i think they had in this offseason they had addition by subtraction i'm not going to say any names on that but that entire program and the culture of that program completely changed when a guy named Keontae Scott came aboard that program. They actually, these guys are close. They're they're close-knit. They play for each other. There's Keontae a real Scott is a hell of a brother. football player. They're, they're a real brotherhood over there. So I counted them out against Cathedral. I counted them out against Saints. Guess what? I'm not counting them out. I'm going to take Helix to win this game. No, oh, he changed his opinion. That's not what he was saying about an hour ago. I'm taking Helix to win this I, game. I got Helix in that game. I, I think it's sound. The thing that scares me the most about Steel Canyon, the reason why I won't rake him as high, the reason um, I've been down on them all year and I'm not buying them being an open division team, um, is the simple breakdown I had with you with just them and Saints. The difference in the scoring. and I mean, I you know they're holding team. I'm going to tell you, right, their defense is good. Really good. Their defense is good. Really good. But the thing is, when you want to beat teams like Helix, you got to score, man. I mean, you can't keep them off the board forever. And when's the last, ask, time, when's the last time you saw Helix you get shut out? Do you know who their out? quarterback is? At Steel? Yeah. That's a good question. Well, look, they didn't have their quarterback that's last exactly, week, and he scored, listen, they scored 58 points on Grossmont. That's exactly what I'm saying, though. When's the last time Helix got they don't shut have, out? They don't have a marquee offensive player that's going to carry that program. No, no and that's way. what that's where that's where the question mark comes up. You know, you could say it's Chance Johnson, or you could say it's Wes Neely, and those are dynamic, great players. But where's that one guy that when you line up and you play against him, everybody's scared of? Helix has like three of those dudes. Exactly. Well, well, well like I was gonna, like I was gonna tell you, when's the last time Helix got shut out by a San Diego team? I don't know. I mean, I can't think off the top of my head them doing that last. I mean, I'm sure somebody listening is like, "Oh, we shut them out like two years ago." Yeah, I don't know. I if you're still can't you're built on your defense, they're going to score. Yeah, Helix is going to score, but I don't think. And I know it's a cle- obviously you got to score more points than the other team. Steel Canyon's not going to their offense can't catch up with the the Helix offense. Steel Canyon's offense, it's my opinion. All right, let's I, go I, more I like, Central like San Diego, and this one has big implications for our podcast. I think at the beginning of the season, we bet a shirt on this, mm-hmm. and that is San Diego versus Kearney. You liked party in the end zone, and I took the caver. So we're not actually picking this game. I just wanted to bring I this game San up. I picked San Diego in, in this game. You did not pick San Diego in this game. I'm picking them right now. You, you picked Kearney in this game. And remember, San Diego, 
when you guys beat him, Braden has to wear a caver shirt. That's fine. That's not like uh And if I lose, I got to wear Can I keep this caver shirt? I'll, I'll give you my... No, I, I'm not giving you my caver shirt. I thought about that. No. Where's Charles James at? I need a, I need a caver shirt. Well, I'm I'll sure he listens. Shirt. I'll, he listens. I, like I said, I said this last week or two weeks ago. I need you some need gear. gear. Did anybody give you any gear? No, but Modern Day said they'd send me some stuff. John Joyner? Mm-hmm. Hey. I'll wear Modern Day go. stuff. There you go. little plug. Where my, where my Ladies guys and gentlemen, all of, our, all of our coaches, assistant coaches, athletic directors, trainers, anyone associated with the program, I want that. please send... Braden Sue printed some gear. I want that Sarah sweatshirt. That's nice. You can't have my Sarah sweatshirt. Give me one. No. Mrs. J- Mrs. Drew Smith gave me this shirt. You're Mrs. not Drew getting, Smith needs to give you're me one. You're not getting my I don't sweatshirt. want that exact one. I want a version of that one because it's cool. Mrs. Drew Smith, did you hear that? Braden wants a Sarah Q Dogs sweatshirt. I will wear all this stuff. I'm not just like I know I know Chris I wear. needs to fill his wardrobe. I, I wear I don't need to fill it, but I'll wear this stuff. I, I wear. wore my Granite Hills thing the other day. I absolutely do. So I think that's that's the games we're going to pick this week. I don't want to go spread. I'm tired of getting phone calls and people not understanding the spread. So let's just call those the six oh, games we covered. That's the most fun. But you, you don't get to hear the uh, the great NFL music. That is awesome. Am I changing your mind now? No. It's, it's getting, getting late. late. It's getting late. late. I know it's getting these late. These guys got practice. Listen, they're, most of these guys are listening to this on the they're way. They're not listening live. On the, on the way to uh, on the way to practice or way to school. So... We're gonna cut it off. Hopefully they, hopefully they listen in traffic. They do. You know how many coaches tell me that? Hey man, on my way home or on my way to, I'm in traffic and I listen to it. Isn't that a travesty? The traffic we have in San Diego now, dude. When you were growing up, how long did would it take you to get from like anywhere in San Diego? Like 15 minutes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 15, 20 minutes. Now, Now, dude, it's an hour to get from Mission Valley to Madison. (sighs) It's insane. Can't deal with it. I have to go from. Hey, by the way, I have listen, to go from I'm Lincoln lot, tomorrow. I, on Friday, I have to go from Lincoln to Palo or Rancho Bernardo High School. Er, that's gonna. I mean, listen, I, I don't know. You're a lot younger than me, so some of the older coaches. If you're 40 plus listening to this, I have one question for you guys. Where are all the Jetsons cars that they promised us when we were kids, bro? Where are these cars, man? Where's my briefcase? I want my flying briefcase. Wouldn't you just get in traffic in the air? Wouldn't it just be traffic up? Look around you. (laughs) There's a lot lot more space than there is freeway, okay? (laughs) When everybody gets their flying car, I'll stay on the ground and just have all this open road to myself. Handle it. Fine. All yours. Everything will be running on electricity. Gas will be cheap because nobody will need it anymore. Yeah. That'll be uh, a... We're doing our anti-gravity cars. That's fun. All right. You don't want to pick the games? Nope. It's not fun, dude. It's fun. We're done. You just don't like getting phone calls about people not understanding the cow prep spread, which determines everything. Yeah, well, it is what it is. All right. Uh, what game are you going hey, to do Hey, good week? luck to everyone um, this weekend. Uh, for some of you guys, I just want to give a shout out. Listen, for some players, tomorrow night, if your season ends tomorrow night and your high school career ends, I want you to look back on the coaches, uh, the, the the fans, the players, the teammates that you've had, enjoy this experience. Coaches, uh, remind all these players uh, what a privilege it is to play this game. It's not a right. Um, no one's guaranteed that they're going to come out on Friday night and play football. Most guys end up getting 20 high school career games. So just give them appreciation and remind them of the lessons they learned, life lessons they learned through the game of football, and remind them that, you know, life doesn't stop when football's over. They still have to build a life for themselves and, and – uh, be successful. Keep in touch with those players that graduate from your programs and make sure that they stay on track. Um, guys are going to need help when they get to junior college or college. They're going to reach out to you. And you never know the impact you have on a young man when you coach him. Uh, I still get kids come back to me 15 years after me coaching them, and they've got children of their own now, and they're coaching. 
So enjoy the moment. Enjoy the time. Uh, for those of you getting ready to go into the playoffs, well, now is when the real fun begins because it's one and done. You either win or you go home. So everybody's record is 0-0 after tomorrow night, and it's a dogfight from here on out, and you're playing because it's ring season. Are we playing games on Wednesday now? Ah, it's a podcast. I'm joking with you. It's funny. All right. Uh, what game are you going to? I don't know yet. I don't know. Probably, San, I, probably every, San Diego Kearney. Every time I ask you, you go, nah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. San Diego Kearney? Probably. I haven't seen the Cavers or the Comets at all in person this year. And I think both of those programs miss having me there because I think I'd at least get two or three games per year. I'm a size and large, gonna, by the way. I want some Cavers gear. Yeah. I'll see if Chuck has some. Yeah, dude. Give me you. some Cavers gear. Yeah, my grandfather went there. He boxed there. They had boxing back there when he went there. Well, I'm not that old, man. I'm old, but I ain't that old. That school like was sort of like the 1800s. It's is an grand, old school. Is your grandfather that old? No, he just passed away in uh, February. He was like 80-something. Bro, you just really ruined my whole night with that. You know that? He's a great man. And well, he's a caver. on that note. And he's a caver. On so that note. That's, see? Oh, by the way, Charles, speaking that's, of, that's speaking why I need of cavers, a caver. That's we why I need a caver give, shirt. We do have to give props to Charles James. He was actually inducted into the, uh, I think it's a Hall of Fame at San Diego High. Really? He's the only, the first ever living coach inducted that's currently coaching inducted to San Diego Hall of Fame. So congratulations, Pro- Coach Congratulations. Now give me a shirt. <laughs> I tried, Chuck. I tried. <laughs> no, it's, that's a great honor. I love that. And you want a state championship for San Diego High. Put him back on the map. What do you want? I want some kind of music. Music? Some kind of sound. Let's go. You want music then? Sure. Let's wrap this thing up. What do we got it's here? getting late. Oh, I got music I'm going to add later. Um, I'm going to the Poway RB game. Uh, that's the game we're calling tonight. Seven to the fan. Thanks again for listening to the High School Football Podcast. He is Top Dog. I'm Brain Sopranos. We will see you next week. It will be playoffs next week. We'll be breaking down playoff matchups uh, and all that fun stuff. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check out all of our other podcasts right here on Radio.com and on 97ThroughTheFanSD.com. Until next week, we'll see you. Are you not entertained? What's up, guys? It's Braden Soprenit. And Top Dog. Thanks again for downloading the High School Football Podcast right here on Radio.com. Be sure to check out all of our other podcasts like Ben and Woods, The John Quintero Show, and Gwen and Chris. And be sure to subscribe so you can never miss a High School Football Podcast. I'm Braden Soprenit. And I'm Top Dog. Thanks for downloading the High School Football Podcast on Radio.com. Are you not entertained? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.